Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more, here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brayback podcast. Happy Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Um, it's been a great week. Busy, busy, busy. I feel like the weeks and the months have been absolutely flying by, but now we're in one of my favorite times of year. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited for the holiday season to officially kick off next week and have a nice, relaxing, enjoyable Thanksgiving with my family and then get my Christmas tree immediately after. Um, I don't even know if I have any lows except for just like the general busyness and like stressfulness of this time of year, but I'm trying to just breathe embrace the moment and like not let it get to me because I feel like last week it really did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of want to just jump into the episode. My recs for the week, I kind of still have been watching the same lineup of shows. Dope Sick. I just watched the last episode last night. That show blew my mind. Highly recommend. It's on Hulu. So good. Um, I talk about it a little bit more in previous episodes. Uh, Impeachment, Curb Your Enthusiasm, new episodes are on. That's great. New episodes of Insecure are on. Um, I just started watching Love Life on HBO Max, and I'm a season behind. So there's a new season that's coming out or that just came out um, that they're advertising for, but I'm watching the first season with Anna Kendrick. And I really like it. I'm a sucker for this kind of show. But I feel like it's kind of an accurate depiction of dating in your 20s and are kind of just like the way our generation dates now. Like most people don't end up with, you know, the first serious relationship that you have in your 20s. Um, And it really – shows kind of like the struggles of dating and the like, you know, relationships that you really talk up in your head. And then once you actually look at them, honestly, you realize like, no, we are not compatible in the slightest. Um, I feel like they do a good job of just like the, the little nuances of it all. Um, so yeah, I've been liking that. I watched The Way Down on I think it was Netflix. It might have been HBO Max, but it is fucking wild. Like, excuse my French, but like I had never heard of this woman. It's basically about a cult that is based around obviously religion and tying religion to weight loss. Like our culture already does such like makes such a spectacle of giving food morality 
And like talk about bringing it to like the next level. Telling people that like God won't love them if they're overweight. Like it is banana land. Um, And this woman is clearly off her rocker. You can just see it by looking at her. But honestly, I highly recommend. It was a wild ride. Um, So this week, and like I said, I have so many fun interviews coming up. So I hope that you're not sick of only hearing from me. Kind of just, it's a busy time for everyone. So um, interviews have kind of got pushed around. But I feel like this is also a good time just to strip it back and give you some basic episodes just with me. No frills. Um, but we have multiple sex episodes coming up, which I'm so excited about. Um, some awesome Boston fitness people coming on, mental health professionals. We've got good stuff in the pipeline, even more for next year. Um, but this week, since we are coming up on the holiday season, Thanksgiving is next week. And I know that it can be an amazing time, but I know it can also be a triggering time depending on who you're spending time with, um, the social situations that you're going to. A lot of people that have, you know, that are currently suffering from disordered eating or any type of like those type of thoughts or have previously suffered from all of that, it can be a triggering time. Um, there's a lot of talk about food and all of the, oh, I'm being so bad and I gained this amount of weight and, you know, all of, there's just a lot of that kind of chatter. Um, and it can feel a little inescapable. So I kind of just wanted to dedicate this episode to talking through that, giving you some tools to approach Thanksgiving and beyond, um, just feeling feeling prepared, being in a good headspace so you can enjoy the holiday. Because at the end of the day, it's like you haven't done all of this work to you know, mitigate your disordered eating or disordered thoughts or whatever it is. You didn't do all that work just to still still suffer from all of these things. And, you know, sometimes it's unavoidable. You can't control people. But hopefully some of this stuff helps. So although so much of it – actually, yeah. We're going to start with how to approach – situations with other people. This is a topic that people love to just like chit chat about. And it's in so many conversations and so many just like offhanded comments that seem so flippant, but can really stick with people. Um, So on the flip side of it, I also encourage you to watch how you yourself are speaking even if you don't feel like you have any issues with any of that stuff, if you find yourself constantly feeling like you need to let the room know, like, oh, I'm being so bad right now eating this second piece of pie at Thanksgiving, like, maybe ask yourself, why 
do you feel like you need to tell everyone? Why do you feel like you like are you justifying it to yourself? Um, I mean, if you're commenting on other people's food choices, that's a whole other thing. Just stop that. Um, but you know, you hear a lot of the things, oh, you gotta save my calories for the day. I'm gonna have to do some crazy workouts tomorrow to work all this off. My diet starts tomorrow. I'm going to be so bad today. Uh, I saved my calories all day long so I can eat this food. You know, careful. That's a lot of carbs on your plate. Don't eat too much sugar, all of that stuff. Um, And we've talked about this before. Setting clear boundaries is tough. So you can do things like in a previous episode – Stephanie talked about sending an email to your family, just a super honest letter. If you're going through something serious, like an eating disorder, it's it's serious. It's a disease. Um, and hopefully your family is encouraging of that kind of honesty and they have the empathy to receive that and respect your boundaries. Um But if you don't feel comfortable doing that, that's super understandable. It is a touchy subject and depending on your family, it might not be well received. So there are other things you can do um, if you do feel comfortable setting those boundaries in the conversation. You can say things that are as simple as just, you know, I don't really feel comfortable discussing my body right now or it's Thanksgiving. We're at a party. I don't really want to talk about my body and my food choices and workout choices right now. Like what's going on in your life? Like make a statement, switch the subject. It doesn't have to feel super polarizing and um, rude. Like you can – because in reality, they're the ones that are being rude, but some people don't really see it that way. So if you're able to just kind of be like, hey, you know what? Let's not do that today. Instead – Let's enjoy our food and, like, tell me about what's going on in your life. Like, let's catch up. I haven't seen you since last Thanksgiving. Um, And, you know, if people aren't super receptive to even that, being super straightforward in, like, if they're being that direct with their comments, you be direct with your, not retaliation, but your reply. Like, I'm going to have to run a mile after all that food. Like, well, actually, Auntie Sue, you don't have to punish yourself for eating. Enjoy your food. Oh, the diet starts tomorrow. We're being bad today. Well, you know, Uncle Joe, there aren't really bad foods You aren't bad for eating something. Let's not tie morality to our food choices, shall we? You know, I saved my calories. I didn't eat all day so I could have a big dinner. I did a big workout this morning so I could give myself more calories I could eat. Oh, well, Auntie Deb, I – that makes me sad to – hear that you feel like you have to restrict yourself in order to eat. You deserve to nourish yourself without doing any of that. 
It doesn't have to be big, crazy statements, you know? And if you don't feel comfortable doing any of that, allow yourself the space to leave the situation. Leave the room. Maybe you go in the living room and plop yourself on the couch because grandpa's asleep. He's been asleep for hours. He's storing up a storm. The Christmas story just started playing on a loop on AMC, whatever channel. Get in there. Snuggle up. Digest. Outside of the toxic space. Do a laugh. Be like, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to go for a walk. I'm really full. Remove yourself. And that obviously isn't like an all-encompassing solution because that's not always possible and can be another uncomfortable thing. Um, So sometimes, like I said, you can't control people. People are people, especially an older crowd. They love to stick with the like, can't teach an old dog new tricks. Sometimes you kind of just have to accept that like they are who they are and big change might not happen right here in this moment. So how can you soothe yourself in a moment? Um, I feel like a lot of it is your self-talk. So when these conversations are happening, you're hearing all of these little comments being made and you feel it starting to trigger you. Look within yourself and try to remind yourself of how far you've come. Remind yourself things like, you know what? Me and her, we are different people and we're on different journeys. It makes me sad that she's still on that part, but that's her journey. It's not mine. They're separate things. Similar thing. That's her. That's not me. Reminding yourself. I deserve to enjoy my food. I deserve to nourish my body. I deserve to enjoy this holiday without rules. I've worked really hard to enjoy this holiday without rules. Don't let someone externally ruin that. Um, And of course, my weight doesn't define my worth. Um, Because, you know, in these situations too, especially I haven't seen people in a long time, maybe not even last year because of the pandemic, Um, people might make comments about bodies and weight and while they absolutely should not do that and it's inappropriate and unacceptable. So definitely feel free to push back there. But if you don't feel comfortable pushing back or maybe people are just talking about themselves, reminding yourself, you know, my weight doesn't define my worth and hers doesn't either. And I hope that she comes to that realization sometime soon. And so this is going to kind of lead into the next part because I think it's so important to just like build up your toolkit um, because you can't control the external and, you know, you can control the environment that you're in. But if the only options that you have are to enjoy the time with your family or to not show up to your family's Thanksgiving because you don't feel like you can handle people's comments. Like that's not, I mean, it's your situations with your family shouldn't be like that, but unfortunately many are. And 
sometimes that's the card that you're dealt. And if you don't have anywhere else to go, then like that's equally as sad feeling like you can't show up. So there are things that you can do to just build up that internal toolkit so you're able to kind of like push away those thoughts, push away those comments, and just let them stay on the external so you can fully enjoy your day and your time with your loved ones. Um, so, so much of that is going to be that internal talk. Um, and they talk a lot about this in the intuitive eating book. So you have your internal food voices and one of them is the food police. And while some of the other food voices have their own benefits and things that they help with, the food police doesn't help with anything. So it's important to find ways to push that out similar to how you push out the external food police. So a huge part of that, I think, is getting rid of all of the the rules, right? The I should do this. I'm supposed to do this. I need to do this. All of those kinds of statements. So when you feel yourself or you hear yourself in your head making those statements, you want to reframe those thoughts. So like I – for Thanksgiving, I need to – only take this one portion size of this side because it's a more fattening side and it's bad. Like such a loaded statement. You want to get rid of the should. You want to get rid of all of those rules and learn to challenge those thoughts by saying things like, do I really need to do that? Why? Why do I feel like I need to do that? What's going to happen if I don't do that? Am I really supposed to do that? What's everyone else doing? Like, what is going to serve me in this moment? And reminding yourself again that I'm so glad I gave up diet culture so I can fully enjoy this day and learning to speak up just to yourself can increase your self-esteem and your confidence tenfold um, and can help you approach those external conversations as well. So really challenging your thoughts, um, reframing those thoughts, reminding yourself, like I said, I'm so glad I gave up diet culture. This is really delicious. It's my favorite side dish. I only get it once a year. So I'm so glad I'm allowing myself this enjoyment. It can be as simple as that. And it can sound cheesy, but the more that you practice that, the more natural it feels. Um, and then a whole other part of that, almost like a step before this, is learning how to kind of regain your pleasure in eating. And it's something that can be totally ongoing. Um, so in a situation like Thanksgiving, um, you can follow the same steps that you would for like long-term relearning. Um, 
So maybe it's the first Thanksgiving that you're having that's kind of like post-diet culture world for you. So while you approach building out your plate, ask yourself, what do I really want to eat? You know, you might have before kind of just picked and choose the things that you thought you were supposed to eat or you thought were better for you. So really ask yourself, what is calling to me? What smells good? What what texture looks good to me? What taste am I looking for? Um, and maybe take a little bit of everything and like experiment with a food so you can kind of relearn your food and your taste preferences that you might not be totally in tune with right now. Um, and really discover the pleasure of eating again by thinking about all of the different parts of the food experience. So like being super conscious while you're eating, not just building out a giant plate and like scarfing it and not remembering what anything tasted like. So, you know, little bites and take your time with it. Ask yourself what like taste sensations are being stimulated. Roll it around on your tongue. Like, is this super pleasurable for you? Is it something that you're going to want more of? Do you like the texture? Um, really smelling your food, like using all of the senses. Um, is the food attractive just in its appearance? Is it fresh looking? Is the color interesting? Um, I mean, I feel like especially on Thanksgiving, like the temperature of foods, like hot stuffing on a cold Thanksgiving day, like that just sounds so comforting. Some gravy on top. Um, yeah. I mean, just really getting into like all the senses, take your time with it, really start to enjoy the eating process. Because if you have suffered from disordered eating, that's something that you probably were not doing. Um, so it's almost like a relearning there too. Um, yeah. So really savoring the food, obviously it's Thanksgiving. So you're probably sitting, um, enjoying conversation and like remind yourself that like it's a social experience and it should be enjoyable and not all about the food either. Like enjoy the food, take your time with it, but also don't put so much pressure on it. Like remember while you're while you're actually there um, to enjoy this time with loved ones. Um, and learning to kind of feel your fullness is going to be huge in this as well. Um, and I do like to say that, you know, portion, portion control is great. And obviously you want to honor your hunger and your fullness cues, but it's also okay of like moderation 
is great, but even you need moderation in moderation. So if you get totally stuffed on Thanksgiving, that's all right. Like that's kind of like the nature of the day, right? Um, not saying that you need to do that and you can try to avoid that by continuing that slow eating, really enjoying the process of it. And while you're paying attention to the sensations of eating, you can also pay attention to the sensations of like feeling your body start to get full. So taking some deep breaths and getting centered, um, really trying not to rush, tasting each bite and giving yourself time. Like I know people eat so fast at Thanksgiving, I feel like, because you're it's like a buildup. But like I feel like you sit at that table for a long time with your family. So take your time. Don't feel like you need to rush. If you're feeling like you're starting to get full, maybe stop for a second. Drink some water. Talk a little bit. Oh, am I actually full? No, I think, you know, I got room for another dinner roll. Um And, like, don't beat yourself up if you do get to that uncomfortable point because, like, yeah, go lay down, stretch out, watch a Christmas story, drink some water. Um, Provide variety and don't settle. And this is huge in everyday life. You know, don't settle for the diet food just because it's, like, 100 calories. Eat the food that you're actually craving in a normal portion, honoring your hunger and your fullness. And then you're actually going to be satisfied. And the same thing really does apply on Thanksgiving, right? So don't just take the vegetable dishes if you are really wanting your grandma's homemade dinner rolls. Because for me, that is one of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving. I don't know what she puts in those rolls. It might be crack, but they are so freaking good. And I look forward to them every single year. Um... Like just don't don't settle. Provide that variety for yourself because if not, you're probably gonna keep going back for more and more and more and end up in that super uncomfortable place because you're not being satisfied by what you actually were craving. Um and kind of with the fullness. So while you're starting to feel full maybe, or you're not sure like even how to really figure that out because especially, you know, with years of maybe ignoring that, that's so normal. So ask yourself like, does this food still taste good? Am I actually still enjoying it? Because sometimes, yeah, you get to that point, you're like clean plate club, just shoveling it in. Like, am I actually still enjoying this? It's okay to leave some on the plate. That's fine. Give it to the dog. Put it in his bowl though because you don't want him to beg. Um, And just know that it's a process. It takes so much time. You're not going to just listen to this podcast and like be able to handle it all. Things trigger me. Things trigger you. It's normal. It's human. Um, Unlearning all this stuff takes time. It's a process. But I challenge you – to go through that process if it feels like that's what you need because it can be so beautiful and freeing on the other side. And I really mean it when I say that you deserve 
to enjoy your holiday. You deserve to enjoy your meals. Um, and that's that. But I also want to talk about um, the after Thanksgiving kind of culture. And we can kind of talk more about this as we get into it. But I had a couple people um, mention this on social media of Thanksgiving doesn't really bother them, but New Year's, like the impending New Year's really can. Um, And feeling like a mad dash to get ahead of your goals. Um, And I really would just say to like, give yourself a little bit of a break in the same way that we just talked about reframing food thoughts. You can reframe those other, um, cause it is still kind of like diet culture adjacent, um, like diet culture thoughts. Like, do I really need to accomplish this thing by the end of the year? What's going to happen if I don't like challenge yourself, have an internal dialogue and maybe journal on it, write down, um, maybe your vision for the new year and you can start to get excited for it without it feeling like a mad dash, like same as slowing down with your food, try to slow down with what you're doing and maybe choose one thing that you'll enjoy of like the holiday season each day. Maybe it's just like, you know, I'm going to listen to Christmas music on the way to work or I'm going to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie while I cook dinner. Um, little things to help you stay present and grounded. Um, and it's such a normal thing, but like the pressure just like takes away the whole point of it. Like if you are trying to achieve all these things because by achieving that, you'll finally be happy. You're not super happy right now while you're getting super anxious about it. Right. Um, So maybe like try to prioritize your goals, journal it out, ask yourself why. Um, I'm going to make some really fun like vision boards, I think, for next year Um, and like use this time leading up to the new year to get excited about it um, in a non like pressure stressful way. Um, So I don't know. Maybe we can do like a Zoom, like a live little event where we like vision board together and talk about that stuff. That could be really fun. It'd be like the last week of December or something. Um, just the same thing. Be your own ally. Challenge your thoughts even when it's hard. Know that like unless it's like a dire work deadline that like you're actually going to get in trouble for, what's the difference if you do it now or in a few weeks? Like the world is still going to keep turning. It is what it is. And I'm such – like I'm sitting here acting like I'm not affected by it, but I am. Like especially right now, my full-time job contract is ending in less than a month. And I am telling myself I need to do all these things by the end of the year to set myself up for success. But the truth of the matter is is I, I am privileged that I've been able to save some money. So if I'm not – you know, in that quote unquote, like successful state, um, for an extra couple of weeks, it's okay. 
it's all right. Like we will figure it out. It all works out the way it's supposed to. Take the pressure off. Life is too damn short. All right. So that being said, I hope that you have the most lovely Thanksgiving. Um, I hope that you're able to enjoy your meal, enjoy time with loved ones. I hope that you're safe, travel safely, um, all the things. And I have a good feeling about this holiday season. Let's try to be present. Let's try to enjoy it. Let's try to remember the whole point behind all of these gatherings and holidays. And the point is not to struggle with food, to obsess over food, to get annoyed with your family because they're talking about food. Um, We've got more than that, you know? So have a great one. I will maybe see you next week. Potentially we'll release an episode, but I think I'm probably going to take a break. Um, Yeah. Go check out, if you haven't already, um, on YouTube, I have put out a couple more workouts. Um, I've done a couple more vlogs. I released a week of workouts with me um, yesterday. So that's up. And let me know what podcast episodes you want to hear um, for the rest of the year as we gear up for 2022. Um, and same with you too, what you want to hear and see there. Um, thank you so much for listening. I love you. I appreciate you. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.